0: From CoK Studios in Corva Coleman's Carport, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley,
1: and I'm Dinah Jones Mallow.
0: On today's show, we'll consider the Democrats' plans to push forward with their COVID relief package without Republican support.
1: We'll also consider Terry Gross's interview with new Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg.
0: And we'll consider that it ain't my fault that I'm out here making news. I'm the pudding in the proof. Got to blame it on my juice. Stay with us.
1: Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from Wetflix, the streaming porn service from Netflix. Now showing Bridgerton After Dark, the Regency-era hardcore sex drama where they finally show what you really want to see. Narrated by Dame Stormy Daniels. And Masks for Less the online emporium for used coronavirus masks and face shields. Masks for less. We don't really understand how germs work.
0: This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley.
1: And I'm Dinah Jones-Mallow.
0: On Friday, President Joe Biden said, I'm going to act fast with regard to his mammoth $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package. Democrats have since begun the work of pushing that package through Congress.
1: Biden has said that he prefers the legislation to be bipartisan, but Republicans are nowhere near being on board with the president's proposal that includes money to speed vaccine distribution, aid small businesses, reopen schools, shore up state and local budgets, and get $1,400 direct payments out to individuals.
0: A group of 10 Republican senators led by moderates Susan Collins of Maine and Mitt Romney of Utah proposed a much smaller plan to Biden in a White House meeting last week that does not go nearly as far to help Americans who are hurting.
1: Democrats are feeling encouraged by surveys in recent days that show the American people overwhelmingly support the legislation. A COK News poll out this week showed two-thirds supported the relief package. Nearly eight in 10 supported the $1,400 checks. Our own senior government correspondent, Cordell Nutbrock, has been tracking this story, and he joins us now. Greetings. It seems as if the Democrats are fine going ahead with the proposed Biden plan, despite their calls for bipartisan unity.
2: That's right, Dinah. Biden and Senate Democrats are prepared to go this alone because they do not feel like compromising on a plan that would be insufficient for what the country needs in the face of the pandemic. Joe Biden has been burned by Republicans before when trying to reach across the aisle, so he's happy to do what he thinks is best for the American people.
1: It hmm. seems like that could rankle Republicans.
2: Quite, but since they can't decide if they want to be the party of moderates like Liz Cheney and Mitt Romney or the party of unstable QAnon nutjobs like Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't think the Democrats really give a rat crap what the Republicans think.
1: Hmm. Have you spoken to any senators?
2: Indeed I have. I was able to chat briefly with Democrat majority whip Dick Durbin of Illinois about the Biden plan. And here's what he had to say.
0: We need to go big on this. There is no danger of going too big, but there is a huge danger if we start nickel and diming our COVID response. The Republicans don't want to spend money because they say it's fiscally irresponsible.
2: Yes, that has been one of their arguments. The national debt ballooned by $8 trillion during the Trump
0: presidency. A few Republicans spoke out or put restraints on him, so I called BS. Have you seen that Republican plan? It's terrible. Total waste of time. I pulled a Nancy Pelosi and just tore it up. Remember when she ripped up Trump's speech? Ugh, classic. Quite. I can't say I'm surprised that the Republicans aren't taking this seriously. They didn't even take action against that QAnon nightmare blonde from the Real Housewives of the Confederacy. Total disgrace.
2: Uh, is it wrong that I would totally watch The Real Housewives of the Confederacy? But I digress. I also spoke to Susan Collins, who was the main sponsor of the Republican plan.
3: We feel that our plan is better for the American people and will not increase the already massive deficit. President Biden refused to compromise with us after saying he wanted unity.
2: Tell me about your plan, Senator. Senator.
3: Well, first of all, it's not as bad as the Democrats would have you believe. We care about Americans. We just don't want to be throwing money away. For example, in the Democrats' plan, they want to send $1,400 checks to anyone making $75,000 a year or less. That is just too much money for too many people. Under our plan, we would lower the threshold to anyone making $50,000 a year. And instead of $1,400, we would send them each a shiny silver dollar. Uh, that makes, uh, that seems like a huge
2: difference.
3: It's really not. Besides my colleague, Mitt Romney, has a massive silver dollar collection that he's willing to donate. So that will save us a lot. Like, at least a few grand. So, we're very solutions-oriented. I see. Uh, your plan doesn't have nearly as much support for states and cities to recover economically. It doesn't have as much as the Democrats' plan, that's for sure. Does it have any, though? Well, not really. But we do include a nice provision for small businesses that my colleague... Lisa Murkowski came up with. She proposed sending any failed small businesses t-shirts that say, I had to close because of COVID and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. It's quimsical. A bit crass, don't you think? Oh, lighten up. Nobody has a sense of humor anymore. That's why the middle class is dying. I don't think that's why. It's shocking that the Democrats won't work with us on this. Is it,
1: though? Hmm, it sounds like the Democrats are smart not to wait for Republican support or compromise.
2: Uh, You're right about that,
1: Dinah. Thanks for that report. You're
2: welcome.
1: That was senior government correspondent Cordell Nutbrock.
0: You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to our Considerations interview series with NPR's own Terry Gross. Today, Terry sits down with new Transportation Secretary and former Democratic presidential candidate, Pete Buttigieg. Here is their chat.
4: This is Considerations. I'm Terry Gross. Today, I'm joined by former South Bend, Indiana Mayor, former Democratic candidate for president, and newly sworn in U.S. Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg. He joins me via Zoom from his office in Washington, D.C. Pete Buttigieg, welcome to Considerations. Thanks,
5: Terry. It's a pleasure to be with you.
4: Not only are you the first openly gay cabinet member in U.S. history, you are also, at age 39, the youngest cabinet secretary in the Biden administration and the youngest person in history to serve as the secretary of transportation. How does that make you feel?
5: It's exciting and humbling. I'm honored to be a part of the Biden administration, which is the most diverse in history, and I'm ready to get to work on the challenges facing this country's infrastructure. I think we have a generational opportunity in front of us to change things for the better.
4: If you're just joining us, this is Considerations, and I am talking to Boy Mayor turned Transportation Secretary man, Pete Buttigieg. Tell us, what are your plans for the massive department that has oversight of the nation's airways, railroads, highways, pipelines, and shipping infrastructure?
5: That's a big question, Terry, but President Biden and I feel that we should be using transportation policy to make people better off, make it easier to get to where you're going, easier to get a job, easier to thrive.
4: So does that mean more trains? It could, yes. Does that mean better roads? Absolutely. Does that mean more airports that are geographically closer to people's homes, say mine for instance?
5: Uh, I guess so. I'm not sure we've gotten that specific with our plan. For those
4: just tuning in, I'm talking with Pete Buttigieg, who, in addition to only owning one blue tie, is crafting a comprehensive plan to address the nation's crumbling infrastructure as Joe Biden's new transportation secretary. Mayor Pete, tell us about how you plan to fix potholes that make our roads so difficult to drive on.
5: Well, they can be a problem, that's for sure.
4: There are several on my street, including one right at the end of my driveway that I hit every single day with my car. Can I ask, what do you plan to do about the potholes on my street?
5: Geez, I'm not sure if I can address that specifically.
4: Wow. Already getting bogged down in the swamp of Washington. Hey, Pete? That's unfortunate. If you're joining us, my guest is Pete Buttigieg, who seems reluctant to put his huge department to work on projects that help Americans affected by our crumbling infrastructure, namely, yours truly, Terry Gross.
5: Not at all. I just don't know about your street specifically. I guess I could make some calls and get someone to take a look at it, but I don't even know where you live, Terry.
4: If you can't take care of the potholes on my street, what about the bullet train? Are you working on putting bullet trains across the nation? specifically ones that take me from my house to work in less than two minutes?
5: That would definitely be great, and it's something we want to work towards, but I'm not sure about one that lies on a direct route from your home to your office, Terry. We want to do things to help a broad swath of Americans.
4: How about personal helicopter pads with private helicopters for citizens, or maybe just public radio megastars like myself and Peter Sagal? President Biden has indicated that an infrastructure overhaul would be a priority this year for his administration. So how are personal helipads and helicopters factoring into that?
5: Honestly, it, it hasn't come up in our discussions yet.
4: Yet. So you're saying there's a possibility of that being part of your overall plans? I mean, I suppose it's possible. That's encouraging. Finally, some good news. That means I won't need those potholes fixed or the bullet trains. What a great compromise. If you just joined us, I've been chatting with little Pete Buttigieg, US Secretary of Transportation, who just promised me a personal helipad and helicopter as part of the Biden administration's national infrastructure plans. I don't think I promised that. If you say it on live radio, it's legally binding. My thanks to my guest today, Pete Buttigieg, who is in the early phase of giving out free helicopters to U.S. public radio personalities. For considerations, I'm Terry Gross. I'll take a red helicopter, if you don't mind, to match my glasses. Now it's time for this week's Big Little Wins, courtesy of
6: our intrepid intern, Ryan. Thanks, Miss Mallow. Our first Big Little Win comes from Kevin Brayland in Oakland, California, who because of the pandemics, finally got to eat as much onion dip as he wanted during the Super Bowl on Sunday. Since nobody came over to his house this year for a party, he didn't have to share the dip or worry about people commenting on his horrendous onion breath. He also didn't have to put on pants. Well done on a stinky but satisfying win. Oh, I'm so happy for Kevin. Kudos also to Rachel Whitmer in Indianapolis, who, because of the pandemic, could just stay home and binge watch murder shows all day on Sunday, rather than feeling obligated to go to her brother's house for his annual Super Bowl party. You don't care about sports, beer, or chicken wings and you think Tom Brady is a trumper idiot. So well done on a Super Bowl sized little win. I hate sports too, but I did enjoy the weekend. If you have a win, share it with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.
0: That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best looking news team in public radio, visit considerourknowledge.com for more news and stories. You can also follow us on Instagram now at Consider Our Knowledge, and we're still on Facebook and Twitter at Consider Our Know. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, you can do it at Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher. The COK team includes Emily Claussen, Natalie Thorpe, Marianne Wetzel, Jeremiah Knight, Hobart Willis, and Spencer Cannon. Our special guest today was Libby Mitchell as Terry Gross. Our intern is Ryan Shattuck. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Connor Bentley.
2: I put Nancy Pelosi in poker terms. I pulled a Nancy Pelosi and just tore it up.
5: Remember when she ripped that Trent speech up?